Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Greg, welcome back oh, to th- the Boeing Point. Thank you for welcoming me, Dave. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Dave, have you checked out our Patreon.com uh, site uh, in the last little bit? I have, and I've Did noticed he, people are Kelly? just loading up on Ke- Greg Hemmings. No, no, no. <laughs> Dr. Kelly, like he's a, he's a full-on supporter. And if you, awesome listener, want to continue supporting the way uh, Dr. Kelly does, uh, check out Patreon.com and look up the Bowling Point. And we can continue bringing amazing guests and conversations to your earbuds on a regular basis. So before we start, tell me a little bit about the shirt you're wearing. Okay, I'm unfortunately our Facebook Live feed got cut off today. I'm wearing a brand new Civilized shirt. And Civilized, as you know, is the company owned by our friends Terry and Derek Reedley, which is the kind of the upscale publishing uh, brand for the cannabis uh, culture. So it's not... It's not like the uh, recreational pot smoking magazine, um, like High Times, for example, which there's a place for that. This is really more of the cigar uh, aficionado uh, <laughs> publication. Check out civilized.life. And Derek's just giving me this wicked shirt. And it's. it's, and, it's and Derek, why? Why didn't you give me one? Okay, so Derek, uh, I think Dave, Dave needs a shirt. So, uh, and oddly, I didn't wear this because of this awesome transition, but we do have. A really cool guest on today, Kevin Chen. And Kevin's somebody that I met in Boston at 24 Hours in the Hub, Dave, which you're going to be going down to for the uh, CTA. Um, And so we're going to talk about that a little bit. But Kevin is a scientist who has found a way to synthesize... I'm not even gonna try. I tried. I tried before. <laughs> I tried before. The, before we re- recorded, and I messed it up. Yeah, come on in, Kevin. Why don't you tell us what you do and what Hyacinth is all about, brother? Yeah, of course. Where do I start? What do I do? Um, <laughs> well, for, first of all, Hyacinth. Uh, we haven't told the Hyacinth, audience about yeah, what what yeah, you guys okay. are and, 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 yeah, I'll, and, I'll, and how I'll you spell your, your your initial definition and and how and, you uh, and how you spell it. How, just so people are familiar, because it's a it's an interesting spelling. H y a s y n t h and our website is hyacinthbio.com. So you can go on the website, I guess, and see it, uh, how it's spelt and what our logo looks like, I guess. Um, and what we do is we have found a way to produce the same stuff that cannabis does, as in the like cannabinoids, uh, which are THC, CBD, and all these other th- things, uh, but using uh, yeast instead of growing plants. So the idea here is that we know that THC and CBD or cannabidiol um, are two of these many different active compounds that are found in cannabis or marijuana, and and these are these have all kinds of different health benefits depending on you know how much you use and when you use them and uh, different kinds of things. Um, but if you were to just grow a cannabis plant and then try and use it, you might not get the ideal, you know, perfect composition that you need uh, of THC or CBD to treat whatever your condition is. Um, and so this, this the, everyone in cannabis is kind of depending on this plant, which has uh, some pretty big challenges to overcome in terms of scaling it and variability in how it grows. 
And so what we're doing is taking an industrial process that's already known and established, uh, which is uh, manufacturing using microorganisms and uh, using that technology to produce these different kinds of products. This, this is so interesting. And you've, you've got a science background, uh, Kevin. Tell us how yeah. you found this as an opportunity. Like this is, and, and you're a relatively uh, young, uh, young entrepreneur as well. So you, I'm assuming you came right out of the gate out of uh, at a university rolling with this company. Is that is that accurate? Yep, just about. Um, I had a short time at grad school, uh, which is when I met my co-founders, and then we started Hyacinth, and then uh, things took off. And, and how, how did you come up with this this idea? Because it's brilliant. You know, it, it, the very fact about not needing massive warehouses to grow cannabis plants to service the industry, but to be able to do this in the lab and be so tactical and uh, and precise, like this, this is going to blow up. But like, how, how did you guys come up with this idea? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, actually, because the concept itself has been around since the uh, 1970s when, um, you know, we started making insulin using bacteria instead of extracting it from, you know, pig pancreases and stuff like that. Um, and that was like the first, you know, instance of genetic engineering. Um, and so, you know, I guess in the past 50 years or so of studying the science, uh, you know, we found new and interesting ways to engineer all kinds of different microorganisms to produce all kinds of different products. And uh, this is what myself and my team studied. And um, we uh, are all fans of uh, molecular biology and, you know, the idea of using uh, the machinery that exists in nature and then controlling it in such a way that uh, we can make these unique kinds of products and really solve a lot of problems. So who who are your customers right now? Like who's who's um and who's most interested in in what you're doing? You find all kinds of different people. I mean, we had some people who were just patients reaching out to us saying like, I need something you know better than what I'm able to get at the you know pharma companies or at the uh, licensed producers of cannabis and some of the bigger companies as well that are in you know pharmaceuticals or uh, research and development or uh, even yeah the medical marijuana industry. Uh, there's even some companies in nutritional products uh, for different kinds of hemp extracts that uh, we've connected with. Um, and yeah, so it, it's across the board in terms of like which who are our customers and and who are we interested in looking for uh, or looking to, to partner with. Wow, so so really diverse in terms of the you know where the interest is coming from because I would expect some would be you know looking for uh, much greater volume and and consistency and some people are are probably looking for well smaller amounts to support you know as their their personal needs. Yeah, there's a lot of different segments uh, I guess in this particular industry and uh i mean it's one of the challenges that we've had to deal with is just just figuring out you know who is going to be the right match for us and our technology that we're developing yeah. and uh and, and you know what we focus on and i mean in the end what we're doing is we've got this manufacturing process that is going to be much better than growing cannabis plants so we can kind of fit ourselves into a lot of different different markets uh with just that base concept well, you, you and you mentioned challenges. I was just curious about that because I was thinking, on one on one hand, I'm guessing there's probably a challenge having the you know the the market even understand you know kind of what it is that you do exactly. I mean, for you, it'd be very clear. But like as you're you're talking to well me in particular, a little layman, and I'm trying to catch up in this conversation to figure out well what is exactly that you are, are you finding that yeah. is that one of the challenges that you're running across? Yeah, depending on who who we're talking to. I mean, some people. Uh, do have at least some understanding of, you know, how 
uh, you know, basic medicine works. Like there's, there's active compounds and then there's like other stuff that you get from, uh, you know, using cannabis and, or and any other, you know, pharmaceutical. Like if you think about something like Tylenol, which, uh, if I remember the label on bottle correctly, it's ibuprofen. That's the active ingredient, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're thinking about it in that way. We're not here to make, you know, Tylenol or to make cannabis. We're here to make ibuprofen or in our case, THC, for example. Um, they can be used in multiple and, ways. Yeah, they can be used in, you know, all kinds of different products and yeah. uh, and uh, to treat all kinds of different diseases, uh, depending on, you know, which, which compound you want and what ratio and, and these different kinds of things like that. Um, Kevin, what's the investor world saying? Because, uh, you know, I've been following, you know, pot stocks, which is slightly different, but we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, licensed producers going public or IPO and people making a lot of money right now in this boom uh, cycle of the industry. What's the investor world saying to you guys? It's pretty similar to what you guys are saying almost where some people really, you know, get it and they understand molecular biology and that's more from, you know, coming from the biotech standpoint. Uh, and then others are interested in the cannabis market and, you know, don't have as much of a grasp of biology. And so they have almost the same questions as you guys have in terms of, you know, what is it actually that you're doing and, and what does this mean and how does, how does it all work? So, I mean, we've always had this challenge of, of just explaining everything about, you know, what we do and uh, and making sure that it is, it is digestible by the uh, layman audience. And, uh, I mean, it's one of the things that's probably a bit unique about uh, what we do versus what other uh, different kinds of startups have to deal with in terms of uh, explaining technology. So... I found that we usually have to spend a lot more time with the different investors that, you know, we've brought on or the ones that we are pitching to just to make sure that they fully understand, you know, what this actually looks like. What about some of these larger in- industry events where all the LPs are um, and the the investors in the in in the pot world? Is that is there a place for you guys at that table and on that stage? Um, or, or is this like Uber co- uh, competition type of thing? That's a good question. So, are you are you asking if we fit at those kinds of well, conferences no, and like no, having boots and stuff? Or no, or like like I, I just see your story so unique and so investable. I'm just wondering if that's track that you're going because I know last time you and I talked, there was we're having that very discussion. Is that a lot of people don't really like they might be nervous around the idea of cannabis. They don't really get it, but there is. Uh, there is a community of people who really get it and who are dying to invest in this. And I'm just wondering if, if you guys have explored any of that yet. And I, I'd assume you'd be welcomed with open arms. For sure. That crowd, I mean, it's the same thing as, as, I, as I just said, where there are definitely lots of people who are interested in investing in cannabis. And there's all these different kinds of events that we do, you know, get a lot of interest at. And, and usually, like, you know, people, people do want to learn more about what we're doing since it is, uh, you know, conceptually different from... Uh, what everybody knows about in in cannabis um and and so i think uh among the investors that we have gotten there's you know some that are in that frame of mind of you know this is uh it at least gets us to the second conversation in terms of you know yeah. interest in cannabis i guess um w- one other quick question before i pass over to dave is um you're, you're coming from a science background turned into business um, I've, I've got a lot of friends in the entrepreneur space who actually, uh, you know, come, came from engineering, science background, uh, and have made fantastic entrepreneurs. Uh, and it's one of those things that a lot of them didn't expect 
to go down that path before going into post-secondary. What was your story? Because you're you're clearly growing a, a really great business in, in a successful way, but you've got a science background. And you know what, what's your connection? How, how did that, that happen? Yeah, so I actually worked for a startup just after I finished my bachelor's degree that was um, also in genetic engineering, but more focused on the uh, you know educational kind of technology side of things. And that was my sort of introduction to startups in general and kind of got to see, you know, what the inside world was like at that company. And uh, it was actually through my friends that were running that company that I met the first investors that we had for for Hyacinth. So I kind of got into that stream and then got a few lucky connections. And in my first few pitches, which were very like, you know, I guess those, those first few pitches are always like pretty rough. But I must have checked off enough boxes in those first few pitches that, uh, uh, you know, we were able to keep moving up to the next step and getting some more investment and, and so on and so forth. So for me, it's kind of a lucky series of connections. And then, you know, just thinking, thinking fast and staying on my feet that got us to uh, where we are today. Oh, that's cool. That, uh, so I, you know, I'm going to piggyback off that question. and Tell me, you know, what is it that you're... I guess you know for people that are listening that that uh, I'm always you know there's I'm always assuming there's people that are you know kind of aspiring entrepreneurs or thinking about jumping into the entrepreneurial um, kind of uh, world. Um, what have you learned, you know, in terms of what it's what's required and you know maybe or relearned or or something that's you know kind of hit you like a lightning bolt, you know, as you entered this space. And by the way, you're talking to two entrepreneurs, so so we're we're kind of curious about your learning. You know, as you as you yeah. as you've gone down this road, yeah, and I'm I'm still learning too at the same time. I think uh, we, we all we I'll all always, we all are brother. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard hard to say. I guess my my thoughts for people starting out um, definitely. I mean, there's there's lots of events and a whole community of people that are all starting companies, and it's always great to be part of these communities. And every I think locality has at least some kind of, you know, business mentorship related uh, programming that that is just really great people that you can talk to just to get things started. But on the other hand, you know, I think you learn a lot faster if you just kind of, you know, run into this process and, and experience it firsthand. And I think uh, if I think about, you know, a lot of my friends who are at the same age or at the same, you know, skill level who would be also thinking about starting companies or, you know, trying stuff out, uh, you know, my uh, my thought is to just kind of go for it. And then in the worst case, it fails and maybe, you know, you that's it. And you just have, you know, this thing on your resume that was like a company you tried to start, which I think is always a good thing to, to experience. And maybe in in a, in a worst case, maybe you're out like one two thousand dollars if you if you decided to like you know go with full incorporation or something like that. Which compared to you know the price of tuition uh, for an entire degree is is nothing. Mm. That's that a that's a good fun. attitude, eh? And and I mean, you know what I like about that is um is I think I'm hearing you say from your perspective, like enter it with with an attitude where you know if it fails, it was good learning. It was a good op- It was it was a neat experience. In other words, other than you know, because a lot of times I think people are so concerned about failure that they don't ever get started. Yeah, yeah. Failure, just not being ready for something. Like I think, uh, you know, it, some people think that you have to go to school for like a business degree just before you want to start a company or something like that. But that's not necessarily true either. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's one of these things that, you know, if you're if you're OK with being in 
as sort of a high pressure environment or at least not having some pressure of like you know owning a business um and having to learn these kinds of things pretty quickly then you know just just go for it and then maybe you make some mistakes but you know the likelihood that you make a mistake that end up you know really wasting a lot of time is is pretty slim where you can always you know change your mind about something and do something else and and yeah, it's, it's not nearly as, as like much of a daunting experience as some people maybe make it out to be in terms of, you know, the idea of owning a business. And so I would, you know, encourage more people to take those first few steps and then see, see what you learn. And then, uh, yeah. I think that's, that's a really good, good bit of nugget of advice, actually. Uh, I love that. Thank you, Kevin, for that. Kevin, quick question. Are you uh, going to be going to the CTA uh, upcoming? Uh, the upcoming CTA. That's when does that, oh, that's? I'm not even too sure. I I, I didn't okay. get accepted, so I was wondering if you did. It was a, a nicer way of asking. Did you get accepted? <laughs> oh well, I I already did uh, do the CTA. You, so you were I, finishing I it. One. Yeah, you finished it so when I met you. I was finishing it when we when we. Yeah, yeah I understand. Because yeah. Dave uh, just got accepted, which is awesome. So he's going to be going. Okay, down amazing. Congrats. In the fall. Yeah. September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, how about that for a closing bit, uh, Kevin? Why don't, you, why don't you give uh, Dave a quick roundup of? Uh, what he's about to step into and how it's going to impact his business. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a really great experience overall. Like the mentors there are fantastic and have, you know, like I've just been super impressed with the mentors that I was assigned to. And yeah. these are entrepreneurs and VCs that have had tons of experience in uh, all kinds of stuff. And so, you know, really use your mentors to, to the maximum that you can you know, get all your strategic stuff answered, any questions that you have. And, you know, use it to like it's an accelerator. Like I've done a few different accelerators and have had some really great experiences, some like not so great. Yeah. And it's a good opportunity to just test all kinds of ideas that you might have and validate different strategies that you maybe have in mind. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I guess don't don't go there with the idea of like you're gonna stay the same and just you know keep running your business. I think you should take the time to you know see how much you can push yourself and what new ideas that you can try out that would be really interesting. And uh, and the people that are there that are in the program are, are there to help with that. Do you know what? That's yeah. I just actually I had a call with our lead mentor uh, this morning, and I'll tell you, as my first meeting, I was blown away by this guy, and how quickly he got what we're doing. Or not how I mean he yeah. he already understood, but he actually in our call shared some information that I was like, well, that's exactly what we've been looking for. Is an article from Forbes that helps describe the opportunity that we're trying to. Um, um, you know, leverage, and uh, and it was I was fascinated, and it was really and for pe- for the listeners that don't know what CTA is, can you can you tell tell them quickly, Kevin? Yeah, so CTA stands for the Canadian Technology Accelerator, and there's a few different programs around uh, the world, I guess, that you can get into, uh, which each have different focuses on digital or bio or whatever kinds of technology. Health sciences. Um, yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff, and uh, it's it's a free program that's run by the Canadian, you know, Consulate General, and their their goal is to uh, help Canadian businesses build either you know international presence or to help them find investors from outside of Canada, um, because Canada's investment pool isn't necessarily the most you know uh, <laughs> gratuitous one uh, around the world, and so it's it's a great opportunity for early businesses. Uh, like ours that are, you know, looking for more experience, looking for uh, new ideas, looking for opportunities to, you know, uh, meet some really amazing people who can help us become better 
entrepreneurs and and build uh, bigger businesses. Yeah. Um, and and for me, it was like you know levels of experience that just don't exist in uh, in Canada. I don't think. So that's what you get out of this program. Great, great example, and great, great explanation. And and the only thing I would add to that is that like it's not only for new companies. We're a twelve-year-old company. You know what I mean? We've been around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is surprising because that surprised me. Because I when I first heard, I thought, well, isn't this for for startups? And and I found, I learned no, it's not. And um, the yeah. only thing they, they need to include filmmakers more often. That's the only thing. Eh? We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah, this We're is true. There. This is true. Um, yeah, and I think they they might even be focusing their stuff less towards earlier stage companies. Like I think, like my company might have been one of the earliest stage ones that they've ever taken, okay. and and so maybe I'm I'm not such a representative example of of what they usually take, yeah. but definitely you know early stage companies or later stage companies or whatever. It's it's well, uh, a it's a good experience to just kind of be building building your business. Yeah, yeah, and. As an example, like what I'm learning, and I'm just at the we're at the the, the the very you know kind of um, beginning of this you know process, and I think they've adjusted a little bit in the last year, even believe it or not. But um, you know, a lot of people are looking to meet VCs, but we're not. We're actually looking for channel partners and direct clients. And they said, no, okay, great, let's let's work on that. So so they're really trying to support. They're not they're not say prescribing a, a, a you know a you know here's the highway you need to go down. They're actually really trying to customize to the need of of the specific uh, company. So I got yeah. So that's really interesting. I'm on the other side of it, and I'm just going, wow, I'm amazed. So really, thanks for for enlightening me. That's really good. And Greg. Right, be right behind us. One of these days, Dave. One of these days. Yes. <laughs> uh, Kevin, thank you so much, man, for sharing. I'm, I'm really excited to continue following uh, what you guys are doing. And to that effect, how do our listeners follow your path and get in touch? The best spot to uh, hear more about us is probably on Twitter. I think we use most. Um, but I guess we'll post on Twitter and Facebook. Um, you can follow us there. Uh, otherwise, we have a mailing list on our website, which we're going to start becoming more active on that pretty soon. And that's where I, I would encourage you guys to, to check out. What's your Twitter handle? Twitter handle is at HyacinthBio. Okay, good stuff. Kevin, thanks a lot, my man. Really looking forward to continuing uh, following your story. And uh, yes, uh, b- best wishes to your team and your partners. And uh, I'm just, like I said, when I, whenever you want to get back on the show and let us know how things go, like maybe give it six months, um, I'm, I, I, I just see things blowing up for you guys. Yeah, for sure. That'd be that'd be awesome to do a, a little recap, and yeah, uh, we can also catch up after your CTA experience, yeah. and uh, and maybe I'll catch you in Boston sometime. That'd be great. I look forward to it, man. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks a lot, Kevin. All right, see All right, you, buddy. Yeah. Bye, bye. Catch you later. Bye. bye. He's operating in such a high growth uh, industry right Space, now. Space, yeah, it geez. is so pumping right now. Wow. Between now and July, when of this coming year, whenever it is that they kind of fully legalize, it's like. If you're an investor, now's the time to start throwing some dollars into these into these startups. It's probably just as risky as any other startup bubble, right? But it's in the boom uh, process right now. Yeah, what but it, these guys are so smart. Yeah, what <laughs> what it, well what it, just I mean I, I just think of the diversity of our guests and just he's coming from a a whole different place and um, what a neat guy and and it's really helpful to hear his CTA experience like. That um, so I so thank you for making that happen. Right, no problem, man. Jeez, and you know what? I'll uh, I'll keep I'll text you. And say, hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> I wish we could drive down together. You can. <laughs> I'll wait outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Patreon.com, find the Bowling Point podcast. We really appreciate 
all of you who have been uh, committing uh, your dollar per episode or your hundred dollar per episode. The funny thing is, you all know that we do uh, podcasts back to back all in a day. So today it sounds like we're like six weeks in, but we're uh, actually it's the same. So we have no uh, funders yet, but we will by the time by the time this episode drops. I can't wait to see how many uh, patrons we have yeah. supporting this. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. So that's great, um, Dave. Uh, how do people get a hold of you? Bam. They can uh, Dave underscore Vale um, would be the best way uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking more of the the website stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Leadership on Unle- oh, see so you just you just throw this leadershipunleashed.ca, visioncoachinginc.com. I think it's important. You and know. you. Uh, my new website is greghemmings.me. Yeah, which is, by the way, I love the newsletters you're, you're firing you. out. Very cool. Great stories. Beautiful stories, actually. And um, um, a good read. And I've Thank been trying you. to encourage others to join. Yeah, so if anybody wants to read my weekly uh, emails, it's, it's it's not about making content, but it really is an example of my version of content creation. So uh, our well, bowling and, points and on there, bloggings on there, yeah. videos, and some tips about and storytelling. You know, you're fr- you're the uh, the one story that really I really enjoyed was your first experience being on a on on a film set. You know, yep. of uh, like a major film or however you described it. And uh, it's and I'll, I'll let's just leave it as a teaser. Be, people got to read that. And I'm and in all seriousness, like if I didn't know you, I would have enjoyed it just as much. That's awesome. Um, but knowing you, I enjoyed it probably uh, that much more. But it's such a it's such a good read, and and the and the outcome of that story is so cool. So well, th- we got to read that. Yeah. And people can actually check that out at my blog, which is medium.com at Greg Hemmings. But go to greghemmings.me, sign up for an email list, or and also the boilingpointpodcast.com. You can sign up for our podcast email list as well. So that's it for now. We'll see you all next week. Later. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.